Listen, I get it, okay? Your 20s are a confusing time. I have friends that are getting engaged, some people are having babies, some still haven't graduated, and some are living abroad doing their dream job, while others are living at home with their strict parents. And then there's you, who decided to watch this video because you also have no idea what you're doing and you're hoping that I'll tell you so you won't have to figure it out. And you're in luck because that's exactly what I'm about to do. Listen, this video is not about how to get through your 20s, how to survive your 20s, no. This video is about how to conquer your 20s and get your dream life because we are not about bare minimum-ish around here. Last year, I graduated from university with a degree that I was never gonna use and I had no idea what I wanted to do with my career. So I moved back to my very small and boring hometown, moved back with my grandparents and I had no plan as to what I was gonna do the next day, let alone with my entire life. But I have spent only the last eight months putting together this plan, or you know what, this formula, let's call it, as to how to get my life together and create my dream reality. And I can confidently say I made it happen. I love where I am in life right now. Everything is going perfectly. I can confidently say that I've made this decade mine. I am not scared to turn another year older. I'm already living my dream life and I'm only 22. I'm gonna show you how to do it the exact same way. Chapter one, habits. The goal here is to have three habits. One that keeps you fit, one that keeps you happy, and one that makes you money. So, one that keeps you fit. We need to factor in exercise. It is absolutely essential, and I know what you're thinking. I don't wanna go gym, it's boring, blah, blah, blah. Do what works for you. Take a Pilates class. Be a pink Pilates princess, okay? That is the move right now. Do yoga. Do a hot girl walk every single day and listen to your favorite podcast. You might be working a nine to five, be sat in an office somewhere, and be living a very sedentary lifestyle. And this is where everybody says, in your 20s you hit a second puberty. No, you don't. That so-called second puberty is a result of going from your teenagers where you were always moving, going places, to then in your 20s where you're working a nine to five and you are sat down all day long. Then all of a sudden your clothes don't fit you and you have a midlife crisis of, oh my God, now I need to lose a bunch of weight. Your metabolism is not gonna be the same as it was when you were 17. Get ahead now on your future self will thank you. And you know what? This isn't about being skinny or having the perfect body type. I go to the gym all the time. I don't even have a workout routine. I go purely for my mental health. Just making time for exercise even three times a week will affect your energy, confidence, and productivity positively so much. Habit number two, one that keeps you happy. This can be anything. For me personally, it's painting. A few years ago, my hobby that made me happy was video editing and posting on social media, but that turned into a job for me. I do it full time and now this is how I make my income and it's no longer a hobby. Now there's pressure and there's goals, so it no longer counts as a hobby that makes me happy. Okay, this needs to be something you cannot monetize. This is something for you to use to relax and unwind and just have pure joy, not worry about hustle culture and contributing to your monthly income and how you're gonna pay bills and all of that. If you can combine this happy habit with a skill that's gonna benefit you, then you're golden. Learn an instrument, learn a new language, and then you're killing two birds with one stone because now you're leveling up as a person and gaining more knowledge even in your 20s. Three is a habit that makes you money, but we're gonna talk about this in a lot of detail in chapter number four. The next habit is taking the first step. This is the only thing stopping you and everyone else from living out their dream life because now you're stuck in the hole, should I do this? and let me weigh up the pros and cons and is this realistic? No, stop it, stop it. Because once you take that first step, you're already doing it. 
at that point the procrastination and the imposter syndrome can no longer hold you back because you're already doing it and I'll give you an example. For those of you who don't know, I own a jewellery business and it was the most spontaneous decision I made in December 2022 ever. I was getting into the spiral of will I be able to do it and will I be able to sustain it long term? What if it's not a success? Blah, 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 blah. Coming up with all of these excuses that were preventing me from just living out my dream life. I had always wanted to own a business. So you know what I did? I didn't even think. I didn't make a plan. I signed up to Shopify and I made a website. And that was it. I was already doing it. At this point, I was already paying £30 a month for Spotify. I had to do it. You have to force yourself into situations because your mind will play tricks on you and you can't let it take control. Same with joining the gym. I used to hate the gym and working out, but I went and I joined an expensive gym and I paid for the year up front. So now I'm like, okay, I have to go instead of sitting at home pondering, should I join one? Am I actually going to go? No, I have to go. Habit number five is take yourself seriously. I personally disagree with the whole enjoy your 20s, be carefree, don't take yourself so seriously all the time. No. I would rather act like Blair Waldorf. Plant the seeds now and hustle so that you can enjoy your dream life in your 30s and 40s. You need to take yourself seriously, realize your worth and realize that everything to do with you, your time, your money, your energy, it's all an investment into your future. Are you spending your resources wisely? Are your daily activities serving as an investment into your future life? Are they contributing? So you better write down a list of those goals. You better manifest, you better create that vision board. Of course, have balance with your mental health so you don't burn out, but remember how much you owe to your inner child and your future self. So when people tell you to slow down and not take yourself so seriously, please ignore them unless they have exactly the same life that you are after, which I highly doubt. Habit number six is diet. This is so overlooked, but I've invested a lot of time into learning what is good for us, what impacts our energy, our productivity, our brain health, our gut health. I listened to a really interesting podcast about brain health and it changed my world and the decisions of what I choose to consume on a daily basis. I personally love coffee and I have pretty much completely switched over to matcha. Coffee is now like a once in a blue moon treat. Society has normalized consuming so many things that are going to damage us in the long run. Please don't take that risk and start learning about how to maximize your lifespan, your brain health, your gut health by actual professionals. This also applies to having low added sugar in your diet, trying to avoid processed foods as much as you can and same with alcohol. I used to drink alcohol all the time in university and now it's like a once a month kind of thing. In my opinion, your diet isn't about how it makes your body look or trying to lose weight, no. It's about how it impacts all of your insides, the effect it has on your hormones, on your energy levels, how you feel throughout the day. That is what takes priority and if you're not prioritizing that, how is your work gonna be good? How are you gonna be able to level up? How are you going to be able to meet all of those goals when you just feel like you're in a slump all day, every day because you're not taking care of what you're putting inside your body? Habit seven is beauty rituals. This is the fun part. You better be wearing that SPF every single day and I'm talking your facial neck and your hands especially. Put castor oil on your lashes every single night. This has been a game changer for me and oil your hair with rosemary oil once a week. Use a gua sha on your face and a dry brush on your body for lymphatic drainage and please get builder gel on your nails instead of acrylics. Quit them ASAP. Once you do these for just a year and you're consistent with these habits you will truly look and feel your best and this is from someone who has done all of those things. Also please invest in your wardrobe. You don't have to spend a lot of money doing this but the way you dress will open doors for you. Unfortunately we live in a society where pretty privilege is very 
very much real. This doesn't mean you have to get fillers or plastic surgery or have the biggest lips and the skinniest nose and the skinniest body, no. Just make sure you look presentable every single time you walk out the door. Don't go everywhere in sweats and athleisure. Put a cute outfit on because I promise you, you're also gonna feel a lot more confident. Do me a favor and treat it like a social experiment. Go out one day having put a lot of effort into your appearance and watch how people smile at you and start conversations with you and you'll just have a much more positive experience in general. Habit number eight is sleep. I have neglected this for the last few years and the information I've learned about it recently has blown my mind. Like, never again will I pull an all-nighter or get less than seven hours of sleep. It is so important. I know it's called beauty sleep for a reason, but one night of bad sleep will raise your cortisol levels for the next three days. You'll break out, that means you'll feel more stressed, your energy levels will be low, you won't be able to be productive. You basically won't be operating at your best self for three days. It's not worth it. So please don't romanticize hustle culture and think that you're working harder if you're skimping on your sleep because you are damaging yourself and your life in the long run. And lastly, habit number nine, self-development. And that is exactly why you watch my channel. Invest in learning new knowledge always. The fact that you guys watch my channel, you wanna learn things about how to set better boundaries, how to manifest, how to level up your life, you're already doing it. But not just me, okay? Go to your local bookstore, go to the self-help section and pick up all of the books that pique your interest. What knowledge are you lacking on? For me personally, it's been financial literacy. So let me show you this. Right now, this came today, I ordered it from Amazon. I read his first book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, when I was 17 so I could learn about smart investing, being smart with your money, and I was like, let me take it to the next level, guide to investing, but we're gonna talk more about wealth later. We are so lucky to live in the time that we do. You don't have to go back to school. You don't have to enroll in a university degree. You can use YouTube University. Google anything, you'll find a video to learn about anything that you don't know. Watch TED Talks, listen to podcasts, search up self-development hashtags on social media and then follow all of the people that come underneath it. This is coming from someone who has been doing all of the steps I just said since I was 16 years old. I have been obsessed with self-help and learning new things and it has put me way ahead. Chapter two, mindset shifts. First and foremost, I don't think your 20s are the best years of your life. I think they should just be seen as the preparation stage for your 30s, which I really think are the new 20s, AKA the new best phase of your life. The first step to changing your mindset, do a SWOT analysis on yourself. Oh, so I learned about this when I was studying business and economics in school, but basically SWOT is a grid that looks like this and you are now gonna analyze your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities and your threats, okay? How can you capitalize on your strengths? How can you improve your flaws? What opportunities are already in your life that you can take advantage of to level up? What is currently threatening your happiness, your peace, your financial situation? And from there, you'll gain a lot of clarity on the next steps you should take in leveling up your life. Mindset shift number two, find happiness in this moment. One thing I have learned the hard way over the last few months is that the next thing is not gonna bring you happiness. I have ticked off so many of my goals from my vision board and then I kind of feel like, Eh, afterwards and this is an actual thing you can google it it's called arrival fallacy we hype ourselves up and we think okay only if i get this or this then i'll finally be happy it's not true while it is amazing to have goals and i fully encourage that 
you can find happiness in your present moment right now. Of course, there's going to be some adjustments, okay? Cut out the toxic friends in your life, change your environment, change what your daily routine looks like, but you don't need to buy something new or move to another country to finally find happiness. And I think the best way to do this is to plan for your joy. Throughout this video, I will help you guys plan for what your daily routine should look like and what your 20s should look like and wealth habits and all of that. But while you're planning for your future and your dream job and what you should do tomorrow, please also factor in how you're going to plan for your joy. What are a few little moments of magic that you can schedule into your week that is going to make you happy? For me personally, it's as simple as a trip to Starbucks. It gives me so much joy. I go to the drive-thru, sit in my car, sip on a venti iced matcha latte, and then I journal. And honestly, I feel so refreshed and so amazing. And it's as simple as that, okay? Don't pack out your week with work, 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 maybe watch some Netflix, go to sleep, wake up, do it again. Or like, oh, I have to be here for this person's birthday and then do this and that. No, intentional happiness time. Mindset shift number three is to solo date. Nothing can hurt you when you're comfortable being alone. Once you master falling in love with your solitude, you won't settle for mediocre relationships anymore. You will only expect the best for yourself. Your standards will skyrocket and your life will get 10 times better as a result. And I speak from personal experience. Go out and dine alone in a restaurant. I have a video on my channel teaching you how to do that. I've been doing it now for over two years. Your solitude is your power. We are born alone and will die alone. You will only ever have yourself. And it's time you started learning that and being detached from everybody else. Mindset shift four, lucky girl syndrome. The only thing that is keeping you from being at your dream life is the stories you tell yourself as to why you can't get there yet. Yeah, that's right. I'm calling you out. I am so sick of hearing everybody's excuses and I can't do this or it's hard for me because X, Y, Z. I get it. Everyone has their problems, their obstacles, their adversities, but everyone can also find a way to push past them or use them in their advantage. Your pain can be your power. You can go out and get whatever you want, but the first step to doing that is believing it. I am so delusional. Every single night I fall asleep and I think about doing the wildest things. I think about attending the Met Gala. I am not joking, I am that delusional. But why not? You're not hurting anybody by thinking that. I strut outside and I'm feeling myself and I know I'm living my dream life and I'm financially abundant and all of this and that. I still have a long way to go, but I am so grateful for what I have now that it increases my confidence in the opportunities that I'll be able to get. I am done with imposter syndrome and doubting myself and holding myself from back from opportunities because I feel like I'm not ready for them. That is no way to live your life. Your 20s will be over like that. They are so short, don't waste them by sitting in your room thinking about whether or not you're right for something. Of course you're right for it. Mindset shift number five, invest in therapy because otherwise your trauma will be the reason that you are held back in life. And I get it, it's expensive, it's hard to find a good therapist that gets you but there are also other sources of therapy, googling self-development videos on YouTube, reading books, opening up, being vulnerable to the people that you trust in your life to talk about the things that you cry about at night or that stress you out or the reasons why you're insecure. I highly recommend therapy, but if you can't do that right now, find something similar so that you can open up and face your problems head on rather than consistently burying them because they will come out one day and it's not gonna be pleasant. You have to deal with your trauma and heal it. 
If you don't, you'll go throughout life identifying with your trauma, thinking that you are your trauma when that is never the case. Bad things happen to you and you have to put them behind you in order to level up and enter the newest phase of your life. And mindset shift number five, get uncomfortable as fuck. You can either be in the 99% of people that choose to stay in their hometown or live near their hometown so they're close to their family and never quit their nine to five and stay with the same group of friends they had since high school or you can choose to be in the 1%. And I know those percentages are very drastic, but it is not an exaggeration. So many people choose to stick with what's comfortable and that's not wrong, that's not bad. If that's what gives you happiness, then you should do it. But if you're watching this video so that you can evolve into the best version of yourself, try something new, create a dream reality that you couldn't even have imagined for yourself, you have to sacrifice comfort in order to get there. You need to be able to walk up to a random group of people and strike conversation with them. And I know that sounds terrifying, but the only reason I have the friends I have now is because I learned how to do that. The only reason I had the best three years of my life in university and that I knew so many people was because I would go up to strangers and talk to them. Growth is only possible in places that you have never been before. So sit with the imposter syndrome. Go to bigger rooms where you feel like you don't belong there and network with people that are in the places that you want to be in. Embrace that difficulty and I promise you magic will happen there. Okay, you can either sit with the pain of staying the same for the rest of your life or sit with the temporary pain of going through the change and actually getting your dream life. Chapter three, people get rid of everyone that doesn't align with your new mindset. I know that sounds harsh, I know it sounds extreme, but I have done this over and over and over again. And you know what happens? You sit with the loneliness for a while and then you finally attract your dream circle of friends. Their mindset aligns with you. They wanna go higher in life. They're ambitious. They give you advice. They are constantly living and operating on a high vibration. They don't influence you to do bad things and to let go of your mission. They treat you right. They show you what real platonic love is like. And that's all a result of sitting alone for a while to work on yourself. Because then your new energy will attract your new and improved circle. The fastest way to stay stagnant is to keep the people in your life that complain, that are toxic, that don't have their life together, that are constantly asking you for advice but then ignoring it and then continuing to do bad things and expecting you to fix up their messes. Negativity is so contagious and for that reason you should never spend time with people that normalize a lifestyle that you wouldn't dream of having. You are who you surround yourself with. So my circle is tiny, minuscule, but it is of the highest quality people who I can rely on, who inspire me to level up every single day. And I did something crazy the other day. I switched gyms. I used to go to a normal, regular, affordable gym, and I now pay about over £1,600 every year just to go to the gym. But do you know what's at this gym? People who can afford to pay that kind of money every single year for the gym, casually. And I've been there a few times now, every single time I park up, there are Porsches in, in the car park of the gym. At my old gym, I used to pull up at 8 a.m. and I'd be the only one that was working out. The other day, I went to my new expensive gym. At 8 a.m., it was packed. The car park was full because it's full of people who are grinding and who have things to do in the morning. So of course they're waking up at 7, 8 a.m. to work out first thing. And I cannot tell you how inspiring it is that now when I'm working out or I'm sat at the sauna at this gym, I'll be able to network and speak with like-minded individuals who are making major moves because I understand that who you surround yourself with is everything so even if I don't make conversation with these new people which I will because I like talking to strangers 
it's so inspiring to see people who have made it to see all of these expensive cars in the car park every single day when I'm on my way to the gym the next step is stop putting people on a pedestal no one is better than you everyone is the same and honestly I get the sweetest messages from you guys complimenting me and hyping me up and I appreciate it so much but sometimes you guys even put me on a pedestal and I'm like why we're the same you don't think i was in your shoes not long ago also going on youtube searching up how do i do this how do i set boundaries how do i become more confident i couldn't speak to new people i was painfully shy i was stuck in relationships with toxic men i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life but i got here in the end didn't i that doesn't make me better than anybody else and that doesn't mean i deserve to be on a pedestal we are all exactly the same just in different phases of our lives. And for that reason, you need to stop putting yourself down by comparing your journey to everybody else's because you are just as capable of doing what everybody else is doing. It's actually a fact that whatever you admire in somebody else already exists within you. You are also capable of doing that thing. The next step when it comes to people is assume that everyone likes you. I used to be the kind of person that would keep myself small because I was really afraid of being too much, too loud. I thought that people thought I was annoying. But when you're a little bit delusional and you assume that everybody likes you, it will transform the way you act, the way you carry yourself, the way you talk, the way you walk into a room with a bunch of strangers and how you charge at opportunities. Because how would you act if you were the most famous, most loved, most popular person on the planet? If the answer to that question is acting a way that's different to how you act now in your present life, then you need to fix up. Stay away from drama. Dramatic people, gossip, jealousy, just negative vibes overall. Classy, elegant, successful women never engage in that. You know why? Because they are so concerned with leveling up their life and their own journey and all of the projects and fulfilling things they have going on in their own life. Why would they care about anybody else? They're too obsessed with themselves and you should be acting the same. And this links into my next piece of advice, which is around people who have done you wrong. When there's a little bit of you that kind of wants to get revenge, that wants to talk back, that can't stop thinking about that person that broke your heart, that hated on you, that disrespected you, embarrassed you, blah, 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 blah. I have people criticizing me a lot on social media and I could easily be affected by that. It's a horrible thing to see about yourself on social media and it can really get you down. The mindset that's prevented me from being affected by this is, karma will get them. <laughs> karma will get them. At the end of the day, whoever did you wrong, did you dirty, hurt you, treated you in a way that you didn't deserve to be treated, Baby, karma will get them, okay? You don't need to stress about anything. When someone doesn't like my video, that's fine. But when they decide to watch my video and then take the time out of their day to comment something to make my day worse, to insult me, to try and knock me down, I laugh it off because I'm like, okay, but you're probably gonna end up having a bad day tomorrow, so it's fine. Whereas I'm gonna keep existing with love and light and positivity towards other people and I'm gonna keep getting my blessings in return. The next step for this chapter is to fall in love with heartbreak and I know what you're thinking, please, but I've gone through my fair share of heartbreaks, friendship heartbreaks, family heartbreaks, romantic heartbreaks and I finally got to a place where one I mastered detachment so it didn't hurt as bad as it used to but also I realised heartbreaks can be a beautiful thing because you lose someone and then you're like okay I'm doing something right. Either I had the courage to be able to walk away or they left me and now I have to pick up the pieces of my heart again and I have to transform and I have to glow up and move into the next phase of my life and that is so beautiful and so exciting, okay? I love breakups. I love when things go wrong and then you're like, oh no, I have to learn how to figure this out because then you're growing and you're evolving. It's a plot twist and it's going to contribute to your self-growth journey 
so well, okay? So if you are watching this with a broken heart and you walked away from someone who was bad for you, well done you! And lastly for this chapter, stop comparing yourself to people, stop people pleasing and set boundaries. But I have videos dedicated to all of those things on my channel already. And chapter four, building wealth, finding your purpose and your career, aka the thing that most people are so confused about. Step number one is to live below your means. And this is a term that's thrown around a lot. And at one point it really got me down because I felt like I was overdoing it. I am a big believer in having a financial abundance mindset and that the more you spend, the more money will come back to you while still being reasonable, of course. And by that, I mean, if you wanna go out and get a Starbucks, get the Starbucks, okay? Don't be a penny pincher. Don't think, oh my God, I have to save every single pound that comes in because you are still working for your money and you deserve to enjoy it. When I say live below your means, I I mean don't go out and buy stupid shit you should not be driving a german car you don't need to get the new jacquemus bag just because you can buy something doesn't mean you can afford it and i always live by this rule i have a certain amount of money in my bank account and i always tell myself i am not allowed to go below this number would most other people go below that number absolutely but no that is all for my savings that is all for my investments live below your means while still enjoying life because your joy and your mental health does matter so the way to do this is to put experience over trends stop following every single fashion trend that comes through develop your own style i did that years ago and it saved me a lot of money stop seeking joy in material possessions and instead book a weekend trip with your friends my honest advice is live with your parents for as long as you can i know not everybody's in this position but if you are please take advantage of it because i could move out into an apartment in my dream city tomorrow if i wanted to but i am purposely choosing not to and live at my family home for a few more years so i can use all of that saved money and put it into investments and buy properties to rent out first and put over 50% of my income into a high risk pension so that I can retire earlier. Seriously, improve your financial literacy and please stop trying to live the Instagram lifestyle. Invest in what's gonna make you happy and put the rest away because your future self will thank you. The way I think of it is, I could get a brand new Louis Vuitton bag tomorrow and it would be so cute and go with so many outfits and it's only 2000 pounds but it's not only 2,000 pounds. That's 2,000 pounds that I could have put towards a property and turn that 2,000 pounds into 10,000 pounds. The next tip is to build a passive income source, otherwise you will work until you die. There should be no excuses to this right now in the age that we live in. Whether you have a busy nine to five life or not, I don't care. You can spend one weekend, this is a great idea, one weekend setting up a YouTube channel and uploading those fireplace videos that people keep on in their living rooms or whatever, and you just have a fireplace video that you put on loop for two hours. Those videos get like 500,000 to a million views hours of watch time you'll get monetized on youtube asap and that is consistent income and you don't have to do anything you probably put one day's work into it on a saturday and now you have consistent income every single month what is stopping you from doing that get into ugc get into affiliate marketing it is very easy to make a few extra thousand pounds every single month on social media google it look into it what could you set up a blog a website a business anything this then links into setting up a business which is very much a full-time job you can start it as a side hustle but once you decide to invest all of your time into being self-employed you will make so much more money and i am the biggest believer in this saying called burn the boats and what this means is not having a backup plan Quitting the things that don't serve you, that don't make you fulfilled and chasing after your passion, even if it's not realistic, even if it seems like it might fail, but just putting your all into it because YOLO. Once again, I understand this might not be feasible in every single person's situation. If you have kids to feed, 
if you have bills to pay, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, then I understand. But if you are living at home and you don't know what to do and you have a little bit of money saved up, then just go for it. Because every single time you wait for the safe option to do something, you will always be stuck in your current reality. As I said before, you have to get uncomfortable and you have to chase that feeling of fear and sit with the possibility of failure. That is the only way you will ever succeed. I graduated university, had no idea what I wanted to do, moved back in with my family and pursued influencing full-time, fully expecting it to fail within a month. And yet eight months later, here I am and it is my full-time job. And now I have multiple streams of income and now I'm a business owner. All because I decided to get rid of the backup plan and stop applying to jobs and stop doing the safe thing and go after what really lit my heart up. Because honestly, all it takes is once you quit, you're going to have all of this new fear come in and that is going to be all of your motivation. Now you have to make things happen. All it takes is one weekend, you make out a plan. How am I going to make money from this? What is my other income source going to be? How can I learn more about my craft to perfect it? Who can I collab with to get my name out there and gain more exposure? Can I book 10 clients within my first month? The next step is to have at least three bank accounts. You have your current account, which is for your daily spending. Then number two, have a travel fund. You're gonna set up a standing order from your current account to put at least 10 pounds, maybe 50, maybe 100 pounds a month into this travel fund. It immediately leaves your account so you never see that money. And this is you prioritizing that money to experiencing the world rather than waste it on meaningless material possessions that you will probably grow out of within the year. The third account is some sort of investment account. I and so many other people have an account called an ISA. You can Google it and look into it, but basically you can put in maximum 20,000 pounds a year and then this will grow and appreciate over the year and all of the money you make back from it is tax-free as well. The next step is to make friends with and surround yourself with people that you want to be like. Once again, you are who you surround yourself with and if you're surrounding yourself with people that are hustling and making moves and are ambitious and are going to where you want to go to then that normalizes success that normalizes deviating from the normalized nine to five rat race when i started surrounding myself with people that were making six figure salaries every year then that normalized that in, in my head it wasn't a lot of money anymore it was an achievable goal and then i started making money because i had a better mindset about it when you're with people who constantly complain and criticize and have a scarcity mindset it's contagious and you will take that on as well because you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. The next step goes without saying, but when it comes to investing your money, this isn't only in stocks and investment funds and ISAs and properties, but also in knowledge. I happily spend so much money at the bookstore because new knowledge is your power. People are out here putting out literal gold in a book for 10 pounds. You think I knew anything about investing? No, but I read a few books and now I do and it's upped my financial game so much. If you can't do that, search for videos on TikTok and YouTube about financial literacy, about escaping the rat race, about making passive income, how to get 10 plus income sources. People literally put out courses online to teach you what they do, how they open their business, how to do Amazon FBA, for example. That's another really good side hustle thing to look into, Google it. I guarantee if you budgeted a little and cut back on your spending on clothes and shoes and all of that stuff for the next few months, if you could just save up 400 pounds, you can invest that into opening a business and turning that 400 pounds into 2000 pounds. And I wanna end this chapter just talking about purpose and career again. So many people don't know what they wanna do for work and that is completely okay. The main piece of advice is to take your passion and turn it into a job or to take what you're really good at and turn that into your full-time job. But what if you're not really good at anything and what if you don't have a hobby and you don't have a passion, then make your dream lifestyle 
your passion. What I mean by this is your passion is going to become creating your dream life by any means necessary. So the first step to this is to write out your list of goals, to make your vision board. As I say always, you need to have the clearest picture in your head of what your dream life looks like, where you're going to live, which country, how much money is in your account, what do you wear, what do you look like, who do you hang out with, what is your dream relationship like. It needs to be crystal clear like it's a movie playing in your head and you can watch it back. Once you have done that, then you formulate the plan because you know exactly what you're working towards. And from that point onwards, you can get any job. You can get any job because the passion is now getting to that goal. So now you're going to research what are the highest paying jobs in my area. Okay, I'm going to get that. I'm going to use that money to fund my side hustle. I'm going to use my side hustle to fund then my passive income. Okay, now my passive income set up. That's fine. All of this new money I'm getting, I'm now going to reinvest that into stocks or save up for a property at the end of the year. You just have to do and stop sitting around thinking about what if this, what if that. That is the fastest way to waste time. And that is what 99% of people do. And while they're pondering every weekend, how do I leave my job and what side hustle should I do when I don't know what business to open, then they're stuck in their nine to five forever. And they have minimal savings and they're still in debt and they waste their money on cars that depreciate in value the second you take them out of the showroom just to make themselves feel better. And their life is then reliant on the one holiday they get to take a year. All because they couldn't just burn the boats. And you're watching this right now, you're in your 20s. And what so many of us don't realize is we have the rest of our lives ahead of us. If you were gonna mess up, fall flat on your face and fail now, now is the time to do it in your 20s. If you mess up now, it's not gonna matter. And that brings us to the final chapter, the homework chapter, which I've been seeing a lot of you have been enjoying recently, which warms my heart so much. Step number one, you're gonna do that SWOT analysis I mentioned earlier on yourself right now. Take out a piece of paper, draw the grid, and analyze everything. And then you're gonna make a list of what you're gonna work on and what you're gonna capitalize on. Two, you're gonna start taking budgeting seriously. I only started this two months ago and it has changed my life because I used to spend money willy-nilly and no more. I personally use an app called Snoop. I'm sure there are others out there, but that's been working for me, so I recommend. Three, set up a savings account and maybe a travel fund if that's what you're interested in. Number four, listen to this podcast, changed my life. I have put so many people on it, I can't stop thinking about it. And it's one of the few podcasts I've listened to and the information has stayed ingrained in my head. This has got a lot to do with your diet, your exercise, your sleep, and it will completely change your mindset. I've never heard information like this out there before and it's changed the way I live my life and what I consume. Homework task number five, download the Habit app so you can start ticking things off every single day and start moving towards your goal without even having to think about it. I have used this app for about two years now. And everybody says things like, drink your three liters of water every day, take your supplements, go to the gym, use a gua sha, get this amount of sleep. There are all of these habits we need to be doing every single day, just like all of the habits I mentioned in the beginning of the video, you guys should be doing them, right? But we forget about them every single day. I have written all of them into my habit app and I just tick them off. So literally go back to chapter number one, habits, and take all of that information and put it into the habit app and then you know you're ticking off and doing all of the things you're supposed to do in your 20s every single day. Homework task number six, get a gym membership. You have to sign up today if you haven't already and then make a plan. Homework task number seven, open your journal and write down everything that is going on in your life right now, what your life looks like, what it feels like. Once you've written out what all of your current experiences are, on the next page, you're gonna write a letter to yourself about where you wanna be in the future. And I'm talking next year, 
in five years and in 10 years. Like, oh, to Tamana in 2025, you are doing this and you are earning this amount of money and you are this, this and this. So even though it's not happened, you're talking about it like it has because it's also like passive manifestation. What this is gonna do is it's gonna remind you of your goals and what you're working towards, but also it's gonna serve as the best time capsule. This step right here, I've been doing since I was 16. And the other day I actually found the letter I wrote to myself uh, when I was 16. I wrote a letter to my 17 year old self. So only like a year gap and I read it and it made me emotional because I remember writing it when I was 16 hoping that oh maybe I'll pass my driving test and I'll get these grades and I'll get into this university blah 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 and it all came true and when you read it in the future and you see oh wow I actually did all of those things it will increase your confidence motivation and self-belief for this current moment because I wrote those letters to myself in the past and everything came true now I'm like everything that I'm hoping for now is going to come true because the cycle continues if this happened before it's going to happen again and homework task number eight. You are going to watch the following videos on my channel. I have mentioned them briefly in this video, but these are all in-depth guides, which will all help you level up your 20s, choose which skill you need the most, or you can listen to them in podcast format, available on Apple Music and Spotify, which are linked in the description. And that brings us to the end of this video. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you give it a thumbs up. Comment down below. Let me know what you thought. What did you learn from this? Because I would love to know. And follow me on Instagram because I always ask you guys to tell me which video to upload next or send in questions so that I can answer them in my videos. That's all for now. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Mwah.